Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We're given these types of opportunities to take a jump, take a leap, make a change all the time. These things come up all the time, especially if we do feel stuck or we feel like things are stagnant or we feel like we're not going anywhere or we're doing the exact same thing all the time. You can ask for a change to come and one will come, but then it is up to you to take action on the change. The biggest change I've made is getting comfortable with saying no and also understanding that I don't have to say yes to everything in order for people to see me. Welcome back to the Woken Wire podcast, a place where we talk about expanded consciousness, entrepreneurship, your spiritual journey, and how we can use social media to manifest the highest expansion of your personal journey, your business, and anything that you care about. This week's guest is my first ever repeat guest, and it is Ashley Wood. She is an international Akashic Records reader and also host of Manifest This Podcast, on which I have appeared twice. If you want to hear Ashley interview me, definitely go and listen to episode 97, where I share my engagement story, thoughts on social media as a manifestation tool, and so much more. Ashley and I met years ago when we both were heavy in the food blogging world, And if you want to hear the first part of of our interview, definitely check out episode 11 of the Woken Wired podcast. This episode is all about stopping worrying about what people will think about you and really surrendering to your calling. Ashley shares her personal experience with how she stepped in her own calling of being an international healer and passing down and spreading the Akashic Records work. And by the way, if you're not sure what Akashic Records are, we touch on that towards the end of the interview. So she shares how she went from being a food blogger to struggling with anxiety as a new mother to stepping into her power and stepping into her soul's calling in such a way that it's allowed her husband to quit his job so that now they do their business together. And this is probably the only interview that I've seen out there where I ask Ashley very real questions about how she structures her business, what her revenue streams are, and what role her husband plays in making it all happen. I think there's so many of us, and I know so many in this community listening, that are healers, that are creatives, that want to put your gift out there. And oftentimes you see people doing this, but there's not really any glimpse into how the business works. How do you actually make money? So one of the intentions of this podcast is to really shine light on that. And actually, Natalie Miles, I think it was episode 43, we also get super real about how she monetizes and leads her business as a psychic medium. So other things we talk about are saying no, creating healthy boundaries, and why Ashley has intentionally chosen to not monetize her podcast through ads. I'm not going to give away too much more. Enjoy this conversation. And if it resonates with you, if it moves you or inspires you in any way, please share it with a friend and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag at Woken Wired and at underscore Ashley Wood. Definitely subscribe to the podcast. And I would be so grateful if you also take a moment to leave a rating and review to the show in the iTunes app because these conversations are very needed. They're creating a consciousness shift on a big level. And the more people are moved by it and touched by it, the bigger we all expand together and step into what we're meant to be doing here in this incredible digital time in this lifetime. Okay, Ashley Wood, my first ever so far return guest on the Welcome Wired podcast. I am so excited to welcome you back. I was just drinking my cacao, putting all the sandalwood oils and drinking 
I already said drinking cacao. I meant to say burning incense and burning a candle. And I'm just so ready. And I'm so clear on the things that I would like to dive into today with you. How are you feeling? I am so honored to be back here as your first returning guest. I'm so honored and I'm really excited to be here. I did not have nearly as beautiful and relaxing moment leading up to this. I was just saying that my toddler was crying and clinging to me and didn't want me to leave. So that's just how I roll though. I'm right in the zone now. I've learned how to jump from zone to zone. And so let's do this. I'm so excited to jump in. Let's do it. Okay. So a week ago, we recorded your second podcast with me for Manifest This. And just like you, I did not intentionally go and listen to our first show together. I just looked at the notes to kind of just get an idea of the things that we covered and what was coming forth. And if you guys haven't listened yet, Ashley was one of my first podcast guests. It's episode 11 of the Welcome Mired podcast. And what we talked about then, and I'm not going to give away all the juicy details, go and listen to the full thing. But what we talked about then is really your transition from being a vegan food blogger, which is how we knew each other, to becoming a healer and a podcast host and really reinventing yourself and how that impacted your relationship with money, your business, and just so many things. So that was the gist of the first show that we did. And this time, so that was about July of 2018. And now we're in April, 2019. And I just want to do a check-in and get super real with you and get a behind the scenes of what's happening because I think it's so easy in our world where everyone has an Instagram account and maybe a podcast on a YouTube channel. It's so easy to take those glimpses of someone's life and business and make up a story of how it is. You know, there's parts of my life and business that just look so glamorous and so big. And in reality, they're not always that, like at all. You know, in reality, most of the days it's me and my yoga pants in front of my computer. I just wanted to get a behind the scenes real update from you. You know, where have you gone? Because back then you were just really making your name in the healing world. And I think you were just starting to do Akashic Records readings. So where are you at with all of that now? And where's your business at? Where are you at with your heart and soul and your gifts? Wow. So much has changed. So Last July, you're right, I launched my practice on June the 1st and of 2018. So I've been doing it now for, is it 10 months? Almost 11 months. And I'm so grateful. I've, every single appointment I've ever put out has been booked. So I've been booked solid every single week. It's just every, my entire life has changed. So, and it was really, it's it's all been like the moment that I surrendered to this calling to work with the Akashic Records, to the really the invitation that I received, more so the this is what you're going to do. It wasn't just an invitation. It was like being told this is what you're going to do. From the moment that happened, my whole life changed because all of a sudden my financial situation changed, the way that I was working changed. And in July, so a month later in August, we had those three set of eclipses that summer, last summer. And in August, we had the third one and they rocked our world as a family and they rocked the world of many people I know. And eclipses are so beautiful in that they come in and really do shake you up and make you set you back on your path or put you on a new path that's maybe completely new but they the purpose of an eclipse is to really shake you up and to do to reset you or to encourage you to drop certain things in your life that are no longer serving you so we dropped our house and we the eclipse happened the last one happened on a saturday i think and on sunday afternoon we were sitting in our house my husband myself and my daughter and we just felt like the energy was pushing us out that we couldn't be there anymore. And we made the decision that day to sell our house. The following day, I got us an apartment, which is where I'm sitting right now. And a week later, we sold our house. And that was the biggest moment to just continue down this path of rapid transformation. 
Um, after selling our house, we really felt energetically like we had reset ourselves and that all of a sudden everything was possible. Any limiting beliefs we had were left back at that house. And we came into this space with just a brand new sense of anything that we wanted was ours. A couple of weeks later, we went to LA for my first event, international event, because I live in Canada. So I did an event with the Almost 30 podcast with Kristen Lindsay. I recorded with them and did an event with them. And I did a couple of other podcasts while I was there in LA. And it just, I launched a course while I was there called the Rise Program, which is not, I remember very well. It was incredible. Yeah. It's not available anymore, but it did so incredibly well financially for me that I just, honestly, it's like I could measure time as like before the house and after the house because life has been totally different. What do you think it was about the house for anyone listening, you know, considering is this space I'm in a reflection of my highest self? I totally get the concept of how our physical space can be either a supporter in expanding or can hold us back. But what was it about the house for you? Do you think it was actually there were some energies there that were holding you back? Or was it just a reflection of everything you had experienced in the house? It was, we had completed the contract with the life that we had. And that life was about making excuses playing small. I went through crippling postpartum anxiety in that house and then got better. Basically, our energy had just outgrown the space. And a lot of people, since I've shared this on my podcast and in other places, a lot of people are like, I know what that feels like, where you just can't feel comfortable at home anymore, where it felt like we were stuck. Like any time that I wanted to do something, everything just felt there was stuck energy around it. And I even didn't, we didn't know how to get out of our house because we thought, well, if we sell our house, we want to get another mortgage to buy another house. We had never even thought about renting because we live in a city that is very, it's very focused on home ownership. And if you own a home, why on earth would you not own a home? And so we didn't even think about renting, but we couldn't get a mortgage for more than the house was worth because I was now working for myself. And so it was calculated entirely differently. They needed two years of income from me working on my own. So that meant that we were in the house for two more years. And we were just like, we cannot do this. We have to leave. And it just making the decision to leave and I believe it was the eclipse that came in and like the universe was just setting us on a new course saying you have outgrown this. We're given these types of opportunities to take a jump, take a leap, make a change all the time. These things come up all the time, especially if we do feel stuck or we feel like things are stagnant or we feel like we're not going anywhere or we're doing the exact same thing all the time. You can ask for a change to come and one will come but then it is up to you to take action on the change. And people around us thought we were crazy for selling our house and renting. We had people ask us, are you guys, go- are you okay? Like, are you going through like a breakdown? Are you okay for money? Our apartment costs more than our mortgage did. So yes, we are okay for money. The moment we stopped caring about what other people thought, that was also huge. That was an invitation to do whatever we wanted to do and to grow this business to the place that it is now where my husband last month quit his job and came home. And now this business is supporting myself, my husband and our daughter very comfortably. Like we've grown it at such a very, very rapid pace, but we had to get comfortable and not only comfortable, but we had to get just completely own the fact that we want a different life than everyone else around us, that we literally are on an island and we're okay with that. And Selling the house was that sign to the universe. We're not going to pretend. Like, we're not going to pretend that we fit into this mold that we've created for ourselves, but we no longer fit in. We're breaking that mold and we want something different. And so, allowing ourselves to transform, the first step was taking, was selling that house and moving into this space. So, then I went to LA and came home, and that was wonderful. We booked another trip to LA three months later. Okay, I want to pause you here again because anyone listening who knows what Almost 30 is, it's quite a popular podcast. So how do you go from, you know, being still quite new to the podcasting world, just making your name in the healing world to 
going to LA and the first trip, you're doing a live event with one of the biggest podcasts in the space. Can you give us a little glimpse into how that came about? Yes, it's manifestation. And I know that that's the easiest but most broad answer, but it's true. I stepped into my purpose and my purpose is working with the Akashic Records. And although in this space of spirituality, that sounds like, oh, wow, that's so cool. People ask me all the time, they're like, how do you do that? That's so cool. You have such a cool job. And I'm like, yeah, but then outside of this space, which is a much bigger world, like this past weekend, when I went home for Easter and I ran into people from high school and they're like, so what are you doing now for work? And I'm like, oh, I read people's souls. And can you imagine the look I get? <laughs> like it is really, truly being in full alignment with who I am at my authentic core, unwavering to who I am and completely and fully and truly owning it and then calling in what I want. I don't really care what anybody thinks of me. And honestly, that, that <laughs> it was the whole exercise of selling the house. And in the city that we live in, like it's kind of a big deal to sell a house and rent. There were so many people that asked us if we were like, if we were broke, if we needed help with money and this and that. And I'm like, no, we actually don't. And we had to stop worrying about what other people thought. And I am actually the most comfortable this way because I never fit into a nine to five. I never fit into any of that. Like it, it felt it was harder to try living that life than it is for me to live this life. But really, it's just being completely honest with myself, keeping myself in check all the time, being very, very comfortable with being uncomfortable, looking at any shadow that I have about myself, anything that I might be hiding about myself, being very real with my ego in like really asking myself, calling myself out on stuff like, okay, why did you do that? What were you wanting to get from that? How does that align with your message? Why did you do that? Basically, I manage myself, but from a place of just none of my own self-worth or identity is attached to how I am doing this work, if that makes any sense. If people want to hear my message, amazing. If they don't, that's fine. I was saying to my husband in the car the other day, one of the most liberating things that I ever taught myself, actually, I think he taught me and it happened over the past couple of months is no one owes me anything. No one owes me anything. I cannot expect anything from anyone. And that's not in a negative sense. It's in a positive sense, or at least a neutral sense where I come into this world, I have a message to share. And those who are in alignment with it are going to gravitate towards me because I am radiating at my most authentic, vibrant, just true essence of who I am at my soul core. And if people don't like it, they're going to leave. And that's totally fine with me because no one owes me anything. So I really do believe that the things that I've been manifesting have been coming in at a very, very, very rapid rate because I'm not afraid of anyone finding anything out about me right now, if that makes any sense at all. Totally. Yes. I want to unpack that a little further and first emphasize that what you're saying is very much the invisible realm of the inner work. And at the same time, when you are in that space of alignment on your inner level, and we talk about this so much on my podcast and in the conscious social media program, it seems like everything else on the physical realm, it falls into place. But at the same time, you are taking actions. You're just taking aligned actions. So it feels effortless. It feels full, full of ease. But I do want to ask you on the physical level, what were the actual practical, tangible actions that you took once you had that inner alignment and sense of peace within yourself and clarity? Well, I put that rise course out and it was really, really great. But then afterwards I stepped back and I was like, this can be better. So I took a couple of months to formulate how is this going to be better. And during that time, I also got clear with my own time and how I spend it because I have a two-year-old. I'm at home with her. My moments of work, like when I actually can work, are very, very small. They've gotten wider now that my husband's home too. We basically just shuffle her back and forth between the two of us. But it's not like I have a full day to just do whatever I want to do. I'm taking care of her and I'm, that's my choice that I've made. I'm grateful for it. But 
it means I also have to get very, very, very clear about how I spend my time. So my boundaries have gotten so much higher. I have no problem saying no to people now. I'm actually kind of like an isolated hermit half the time, I think, because I just take my own time so seriously and preciously. Like my time is precious. And if something is not lighting me up or bringing me just a sense of joy, I say no to it. Of course, there are expectations around family things and things that maybe I don't exactly want to do, but have to do sometimes. And that's all part of life and being in a family and whatnot. But I even have boundaries up with family now on just certain times that are my time. So physically, that's the biggest thing. The biggest change I've made is getting comfortable with saying no and also understanding that I don't have to say yes to everything in order for people to see me. Like I don't have to say yes to every opportunity that comes along. I say yes to only those that feel in alignment with me because that's when I'm energetically going to show up in a way that my vibration is going to be received by those on the other end. I also started working out a lot. I That was one of my manifestations was to have my fitness routine back, which I didn't have for a while when I was just at home with my daughter. But in the new year, I joined a gym. I got a personal trainer. I started going to yoga. I was going to, I'm going to Pilates. So I work out between four to five times a week. And that's my time. And I I choose how I want to spend my time very carefully. Like if if I have an hour, do I want to go and catch up with somebody or do I want to do something that is going to fill me up on like a physical level and bring me clarity and just really work on my physical body being in my body. But that's really it actually in terms of physical changes I made. So important. You know, I wanted to ask you something and then I just got a flood of a response <laughs> from the inside, <laughs> but I still want to bring it up. And it's this question that actually came up during a call that I led in my conscious social media program last night. It's this question of how do you not care what people think about you? How do you start being so unapologetic and so confident and so clear in your purpose and your healing and your medicine in the world that nothing stops you? No opinions, no judgments, because most of them are made up anyway. And My experience, and I'm going to share that and then pass the mic to you, Ashley, is that the more you refine your message, the more opportunity you have and the closer you get to it being aligned. And once it is in the place where it just clicks in, you just know it and there's no stopping. Your message becomes bigger than you and you just share from a completely different place and nothing else matters. It's like becomes this tunnel vision where nothing is absolutely nothing is in your way of spreading the message because you know it's making positive impact. And the only way to get there is to experiment with different messages and different, you know, businesses maybe, however you express yourself. And then refine, refine and take things away and add things up to the point where it's just fully you, fully an imprint of your soul. So that's my experience. I'd love to hear how it's been for you and maybe any practical tips that you have for people who are on their way of stepping into their message fully and finding that courage of sharing it online? Yes, for sure. So I actually went through this. After having a baby, I did not know who I was anymore. Like I remember many times where I would just be bawling my face off to my husband and being like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm even supposed to do. I used to have all these passions and this excitement, and now my life is totally different, and I don't even know how to even talk to people anymore. And this was only two years ago. So I really did, at that point when I was so broken down, I had no choice but to only look within myself because I didn't have the strength to look out to other people and compare myself to other people because between taking care of myself and a new baby, that was like, that was it. I had, I was taxed after that max tax, whatever the word is. But I actually put together a program that we launched on April 1st. So just this month called the return to yourself program, because I noticed this With a lot of the clients that I read the Akashic Records for, a lot of them say the same thing. They're like, well, I don't know what my purpose is because I don't even know what I like. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing or I know what my purpose is, but I have no idea how to get this message out or I don't know where to go from here or anything like this. 
And so this is the return to yourself program is entirely channeled from the Akashic records, things that I've heard in my readings, things that I've heard in my own readings with myself, but it's also a it's like the revamped version, I guess, of Rise because we took some of the material from that and made it that much better. It's all about the program. It's a there are three self led workshops within the program that you can either purchase individually or work on them all at once. There's a bundle price where you can save some money if you buy all three at the same time. But it's all about returning to your soul awareness and picking up on those cues that you're getting from your soul, from the soul that is within you, your guiding force. This is what I read when I read the Akashic Records for people. And I realized after reading now for nearly 500 people around the world in 10 months, that 99% of my readings, people are like, I knew everything you told me, like a lot of the stuff, it all makes sense. I knew it. I just wasn't paying attention to it. Or I just didn't know it was going to, that's what was going to come up. Or this has all been in my mind. I've just been ignoring it. And so I realized that when people have a sense of soul awareness, which is much deeper than self-awareness, it is that soul awareness where you are connected to yourself on such a deep and profound level that you know what step to take next. You know what is happening. You know what you're being called to do or to act or to see or anything like this. You're able to pick up on those cues, the pinnacle, the energies I work with, they call them either like sparks or shooting stars. When you get those ideas that like feel like a spark or a shooting star that's just running through your entire being, you're able to pick up on that. And so it goes even further from needing to try out a bunch of different things because when you've returned to yourself and your soul awareness, you can pick up right away on something if it's not feeling in alignment or if it is, or you can tweak it or adjust it or anything like this. So we created those programs to assist people with this and empower people with this to take their own power back and tune back into who their soul chose to be on this physical plane in this lifetime so that when they're communicating their message or doing the work they want to do or whatever, it's in alignment with who they are and they don't need to feel like, what are people going to think? What are people going to think? Because how beautiful is it to know that you're in alignment with the purpose that your soul chose for you in this life? Like None of this is a coincidence that your soul chose your body and the things you like and the things you don't like and the people you want to be around and the people you don't want to be around and what lights you up and what doesn't light you up. This is all so beautifully, divinely designed. And when you sink into that and get to know that about yourself, that's where the magic starts happening. And all of a sudden, you don't even need to go through the world with those blenders. You can look at the world as this brand new, like wide open canvas of opportunity and possibility because you're clicked into yourself and you know what that means for you and everyone is different. And we're at a time right now in our world where we need people to be in alignment with themselves more than ever. The Pinnacle shared with me this beautiful message the other day that when you're in alignment with yourself and you're doing things that light you up and sharing a message that lights you up, you're like a puzzle piece that's being placed in the puzzle that is the beautiful energy that is for the greater good of the collective. And so if all you have to do to make this world a better place is be yourself, how freeing and liberating and fun is that? Okay. I have to ask you, I was taken somewhere like really deep and far while you were talking the past couple of minutes. Was this a channeled message? <laughs> yes. And I stopped talking at 333. I looked at the clock. <laughs> I channel all the time now. It just like, it just flows. So yes. (laughs) I totally felt it. And I felt when the switch happened. And it's so funny this morning, I was called to do an IG live on Crystal Criminals. And I knew that something's bigger is taking over. And I have a channeled message to share with people like this is there's a portal open. And this is the time to share this specifically on that account. And I kind of joked around. I told Eric, I have a channeled message to share. And then I giggled about it and I didn't take it seriously and I didn't honor it. I kind of brushed it off because I couldn't, I have like a healthy dose of skepticism around that. I like fully believe in the work and the power of it, but yet there's something in me that's not fully stepping into being a channel because 
it just seems like, well, who am I? You know, why am I chosen? Why are these messages coming to me? And I know these are such silly excuses, but because I did that, because I left off whatever was coming through me, I had the most crazy tech difficulties all day with my phone today. The IGTV ended up going up without sound, and then it saved on my phone without sound. When I saved it on my story, it went up as a black screen, just literally five minutes of black screen. And there was also this like square around my face, you know, when it's trying to identify who it is on the picture. And usually it happens in like regular photos, but not video. And it was happening in the video. And I was just like, damn, I got to be probably a little more respectful to whatever energies are here with me, guiding me. But they'll never punish you. This is the beautiful way the universe works. It will give you what you're ready for. And you gave the message that you weren't ready yet. So they were like, okay, just take a moment. We'll come back. It didn't work because they're like, you're not ready for this. So just take a moment. But I love that you brought this up, Ksenia, because I asked on March 13th of this year, 2019, I received a message to go into the records and I did. And that was the day the internet broke and like Facebook was down, Instagram was down, everything was down. It was Mercury retrograde, but um, they shared with me that they didn't want to be called the masters, teachers, and loved ones anymore, that they wanted to be called the pinnacle. And they shared with me that it's because when I'm working with them, there are so many more, like there are angels and star beings and spirit guides and all kinds of energies that are coming through. And they said, we're all coming from the same place. We're from the pinnacle, the highest point. So call us whatever you want to call us. But just just call us the pinnacle. And I asked them, I said, why me? Because I felt the same way. I was like, why, why me? Like, why are you giving me all these messages? And they said, because it's your birthright. And that is something that I can share with you now. When you receive these messages, when you receive these channels, and this goes for every single person listening, when you receive these messages, they're for you. This is your birthright. No one can collect your mail. No one can come pick up these messages for you and deliver them for you. When it comes through you, that is your birthright. That is your mail that is being delivered. That is your message to share. And last week, they started sharing with me that in every encounter I have around this, like anyone I talk to on a podcast, anything, there's going to be the message of resistance and fear and like imposter syndrome and Because we're stepping up at a next level consciousness as a collective and it's going to get stronger and stronger and everyone who listens can channel. I promise you, I promise you, you may think I can't channel. What are you talking about? You get these intuitive inner knowing hits that go through you like a spark or like a shooting star. Every single person on this planet does because we're all energetic beings in this borrowed physical body. And they want me to start talking about resistance and fear and why we resist these beautiful messages coming through us. And I used to resist them as well. And I used to think, well, I can't do this. People are going to think I'm so weird or why me, or I don't listen to this or anything like that. And I first, like the first thing that I think about is what are you afraid of? And you have to get very, 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 very clear on what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of what you could possibly hear? Are you afraid of what other people might think of you? Are you afraid of saying the wrong thing, like doubting yourself and saying something that's coming through that's not actually like you're like, well, I don't know if I interpreted that correctly. And once you have all of your fears like listed out and you're really, really, really clear and real about them, then you can start taking action to heal those fears because they're all coming from a deeper place. And I can bring this all back to our program of returning to yourself again, because when you know yourself on that soul level of awareness, you know that you can trust what's coming through. It all comes down to self-worth and self-love. And so I'm still developing and channeling of what this is all going to look like working through resistance. So to be continued, but it's a very important message because I feel like we can get to the point where we're like, okay, we know something's coming through. We know we are channeling. We know we're in alignment with what we're supposed to be doing. We know the work we're doing is lovely and very important, but now what? Like, How do we get to the next level? So that's what I'm working on right now. Okay. So first to address your question, what are the fears for me? It's not the message or the actions I need to take on them 
once the messages are here, there's just no doubt. I see the shift in me and everyone around me. It's just so clear. I think it's just the wording around it. Just the concept of channeling sounds sounds pretentious to me. And that's just my personal opinion. So I guess for me, I just need to find a, a different word that feels more aligned. And hey, I'm not saying that's like that for yeah. everyone. But for me personally, that languaging doesn't work. And I'm now asking universe, give me a different word for this. <laughs> what if you just say sharing and you don't yeah. even say it's channeling? You're just like, I have something to share right now. And you just share what comes through. Or communicating. I like that. Ooh, you just gave me a whole lot of freedom. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So I want to dive a little deeper into the program that you're talking about. So two questions. One, do you think that anyone who will take the program in a self-directed way will come out being confident in sharing their gift? Or do they have to be in a certain place in their own spiritual path to really receive the teachings and implement them and get exactly what you're talking about? We have them in order, which you don't have to take them in order, but the first program is called Becoming. And it means just that you're becoming. You're, you maybe don't even know how to spend your time if you have a free 30 minutes or a free afternoon. And you're like, well, I don't even know what I like. So I'm probably just going to sit here and scroll on my phone because I don't even know what I want to do. Like it's getting clear in becoming with listening to yourself, being real about your time, getting to know yourself, asking yourself certain questions, like it really is becoming. And then the sixth and final day, the exercise is on intuitive eating, because I really do believe that intuitive eating is one of the most beautiful and supportive and scientific ways to work with our inner knowing and our intuition and our guidance, because we eat all day long. And we know when we're putting something into our body, if we should or shouldn't, like you get that tiny little hit at the beginning of like before eating it or before preparing it of this is probably going to make me feel good, or this is probably not going to make me feel good and no judgment. I mean, we all make decisions that are beneficial to our health and all that uh, we all make decisions that are not beneficial to our health. I ate too many cinnamon, cinnamon buns on the weekend and I'm paying for it today. So on the sixth day, that is the exercise. It's all about intuitive eating, but connecting it back to listening to your inner knowing and getting comfortable with that entry point of connecting to your soul in that way. And then the second workshop is called Loved, and that is about your own self-love and really examining your life and the decisions you make and the choices and the partnerships or the way you allow other people to treat you or the way you treat other people. And it all comes back to self-love. So that one as well, isn't so spiritual in the way that there are channeled messages from the Akashic records, from the pinnacle before every single workshop. And then in the meditations, it's like a, they're very, guided and gentle hypnotherapy type meditations where they'll take you into your subconscious or into your soul to really examine yourself because you can't hide from yourself in that point. And then the third and final workshop of the series for now anyway is called Abundant. And that one is about cultivating abundance in your life, but not just abundance in the sense of financial freedom. It's looking at abundance from a full circle and dividing up your health, your creativity, your love, your money, the way you spend your time. Like all of this equates to full abundance. If you have just money in your life, money is an energy. And yes, it allows you to do different things. But if you have just money and you don't have your health and you don't have a sense of yourself that feels like you're being creatively fulfilled or you don't have relationships in your life to share this wealth with, you're at an imbalance. Just like we are, our energies in our body can go imbalanced, our health can be imbalanced. Like The same with the way that we view abundance. So the third and final workshop of this series is all about self-love, self-worth, and manifesting abundance in your life. So anyone can go through these workshops. I cannot promise you that you're going to come out of it feeling like, well, now I can do anything because no one can promise you that everything is determined on the work and effort that you put in on your, like for yourself. And we are in a place like our society 
I love being alive right now. I think it's the greatest time to be alive. Yesterday, I did an Akashic Records reading for someone in New Caledonia, which is like this tiny little island in the South Pacific. And I'm like, the internet is amazing. But at the same time, it has also taken away for many of us the desire to want to work hard. And I say work hard, not in like sweating blood tears for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, getting real with yourself and knowing that in order to get to a certain point of what you deem as success, you do have to do the inner work and no one can do that for you. So you could purchase this program and cruise through it without actually doing the work and looking within yourself and doing the work that has been provided and come out the other end and be like, well, I didn't get anything from that. It is self-directed because it all depends on how much you put into it. That's how much you will get out of it. Totally makes sense. And before we move any further, I just wanted to clarify the cinnamon buns over the weekend. How are you paying for it? (laughs) My body is so sensitive now. The more I channel And the more I work in this space, the more careful I have to be about what I eat. I basically have to eat so, so, so clean or my belly is just so upset with me. And I thought that it was maybe because I've been breastfeeding for two and a half years, hormonally things are a bit off. I stopped taking care of myself the way that I should be. So I fell deficient in some areas but I also think it has to do with the frequencies that I'm operating on quite often now that my body is quite, it's very, very sensitive to a lot of food now. And I mean, there's light and shadow and everything, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just something I accept. Yeah. And I just wanted to bring everyone back. You know, we're talking about intuitive eating and this is by no means a guideline for everyone. This is more of an, there's nothing wrong with cinnamon buns. This is more of an invitation tune into your body and see what works for you. For me, it's the same. If I eat too much sugar or processed foods, I don't feel as clear and connected and grounded, but those guidelines are different for everyone. And I think they also shift as we walk on our spiritual path. Yes, they absolutely do. And I also think that cinnamon buns are the best. And if you can eat them, eat a dozen. (laughs) Okay, I want to get to the part I'm very excited about. But before we get into business, can you just give us like a one minute or less explanation of what the Akashic Records are in case someone's listening to you for the first time and is like, WTF is this? Yeah, I would definitely be like that too, because... That's how I was when I first found them. The Akashic Records are a non-physical, completely vibrational history of every single thing that has happened to every soul on this planet. So everyone has one, and your record includes every emotion, thought, experience, everything from the point your soul was created up until the present moment, as well as future possibilities. And I say future possibilities because it will show you the potentials for your highest self, but the most beautiful gift that you've been given on this planet, myself as well, everybody in human form is free will. So we can make decisions for ourselves and they'll show you things that you can do should you take that action to make that decision, but nothing is set in stone. You can write your own destiny. And if you guys want to hear a specific example of my reading that I got with Ashley, go check out Manifest This episode 97 because I share very specifically what she gave me, the kind of download she gave me channeled for me and what actually came through with that because it was quite mind-blowing. Okay, on this note, I know we have a few minutes left, so I want to dive into business and social media. And on the business front, I've been noticing that you say we have created the course our business. So it's you and your husband. And he recently quit his job to do this full time. Can you just give us a glimpse into what exactly the business is and what are the different revenue streams and how it works and how you monetize this connection that you have? Yes, of course. So at the moment, of course, one of the biggest revenue streams is the readings, Um, the readings that I do for people. It's around the world. I don't do in-person readings at all. It's over Skype or the phone or FaceTime, and it can be anywhere in the world. I'm currently booked up until the 1st of July. 
I will be releasing appointments for July and August on June the 1st. So if you're interested in getting an appointment, please watch because I do believe they will all be booked up that day. They book up very, very quickly. So please watch if you want an appointment. I would love to read for you. And then second, we have our program and that sells very well every week, every day. So there's revenue coming in from that. I do little things like online circles here and there, and that brings in revenue. But at the moment, I'm putting together another video series on how to read the Akashic Records, and that'll be out by June for sure. So that'll be another option. But that's how we bring in revenue right now. We've been very specific and intentional about what we charge for. I don't have any ad revenue at all. The podcast is ad-free. Can you say more about that? Why did you choose to do that? I chose to do that because it did not feel in alignment with me at all. And I came at it from an abundant mindset where I do not feel that I need to take money in every single area that I could get money in feeling like it won't come in otherwise. So I am intentional about where I charge and I am also intentional about the content that I keep for free because I am in full trust that I'll always be taken care of and Therefore, I provide teaching for free in the podcast. We have a program called Illuminate that you can write in or you can subscribe to it on our website, ashleywood.life. And then on the 15th of every month, there's an email that goes out with a, a form where you can ask a question to the pinnacle. And on the 30th, I send out an audio recording of an answer. We get hundreds of questions. So of course, I can only answer one or two. But then the next option for you is either joining one of our online circles, the next one being on May the 18th for the full moon. And you can find tickets for that on my Instagram And then we have the readings and different coursework. And we have some really, really big, exciting projects that are coming out this year that I can't talk about yet, but please stay tuned to watch. That'll be really fun. And our team will be expanding as well. I'm going to be hiring someone in the next couple of weeks to manage a lot of the creative side, like a lot of the social media, creating posts, doing that kind of stuff so that I can just channel and get even more content and information. And yeah, that's what it looks like right now. My husband does all the backend business stuff. Like the... That was my question. Okay. He does all the backend business. So he's a business mastermind? He is. He strategizes, but I receive the channel direction. Like I receive, okay, we have to do this. Okay, we have to do this. We have to do this. We also do events in cities, which... I've been doing more speaking. I was so grateful to speak at Good Fest in LA, and I really want to do more speaking and group channeling, live channeling this year. And then, like, yeah, I'm just so excited to build our team and to keep creating and to do more. It's it's all very exciting. Okay, I have to ask you a couple of things. You get some really big guests on your show, and I want to know how does it happen? Does it happen through social media? Is it personal connections? What's your experience been? And also, what role did that play in the growth of your podcast? And can you, if you are willing to share, can you just give us a glimpse into how the podcast has grown since you started it? Yes, I can. Come June, we'll be at our goal of half a million downloads by June 1st. It took about a year, the podcast, to find its rhythm but I came out with a very intentional focus and series at the beginning of 2019 with a mini series called Pivot, where every episode explored pivots and changes needed to live more in alignment with yourself. So I brought on guests very intentionally and focused on their story and what they have to offer. Because the first year I was just figuring out what podcasting even was, like what I wanted to share what it looked like. I have since realized that, again, this is in the most beautifully positive way (laughs) to say this, but I don't rely on other people to grow my show. So I bring on guests when I feel spark message or a shooting star of reach out to that person right now. And I email them myself. I have been approached by 
podcast managers to be like, I'll manage for you. I'll get guests for you. And I was like, no, it's so important that my energetic imprint is in these emails because that's how I've been reaching these people. I feel that vibration to connect to them. I put that vibration into writing. I send it. Your words hold a lot of power. Your message holds a lot of power. And so I send them when I get them. And if it aligns, it aligns. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And I completely trust in the divine flow of things. And some of the guests, of course, have helped grow the show because they've shared it with their audiences. But I do a lot more solo episodes right now as well. And those perform just as well. So it was a learning for me to not rely on someone else to grow my work, but to trust in my own, really just my own message and my own value and my own worth to grow my show with my message as well. And that my voice is just as important, if not more important. That's why people listen to my podcast. Ksenia, people listen to your podcast to hear you. That was so crazy to me when I finally made that realization. Wow, people listen to my podcast to hear me? Really? They don't want to hear these other people? No, they tune in to hear the host. If they like the host, they'll keep listening. So I really took that as an invitation to do more solo episodes. Mm, I know I have to let you go. Is there, first of all, quick sentiment here. My solo episodes weren't really taking off quickly, but now that people are have discovered them and are sharing them, they're like some of the most top downloaded episodes ever and people are asking for more. So yes, absolutely. I affirm your message. And we didn't get to the social media part and I really want to have a conversation with you. So I'm called to invite you to do a joint IG live where we talk about that. Are you down? Yeah, I'd love to do that. Amazing. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share before we officially wrap up? Come and join the Manifest This soul circle on Facebook. It's a rapidly growing community of spiritual support of people who are on their path. And there's a mentorship program in there. There's people are pen pals. They're doing free readings. They're asking questions. It's a very, very active group. So if you're looking for that kind of support, please come to that. Check out Illuminate, as I mentioned, any of the circles. You can find everything on my Instagram at underscore Ashley Wood in the link tree. It's all there. I trust Ksenia will put all these oh, yes. in the show notes. And yeah, that's it. My website is ashleywood.life. And I just am so fortunate and grateful to be here. Thank you for holding space for me, Ksenia. Thank you so much, Ashley. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends, leave a review, and find all the show notes on wokeandwired.com. And connect with me on Instagram at wokeandwired. Stay woke, stay wired, and have an incredible day.